Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 22 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Saylor, on a Tuesday. On and a Tuesday. It's Rankings Wednesday on a Tuesday. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. Willie, you, you got a little bit of... Um, oh, I'm catching some heat. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Um... First thing I saw, I'm like, dang, you know, Willie loves Cade Brock. He loves Cade Brock, and with good reason. And with good reason. Cade Brock is an awesome kid and a blast to watch. But Cade Brock goes out, gets his hind parts whooped by Jaden Clayton, and you're giving him a mulligan. And I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I agree with it. But um, why don't you well, just address some of the heat you're getting before we get into this NCAA stuff? Well, here's it's complicated right so first it's complicated but it's not complicated it's not i said complicated. to so so jared prince beats um kate uh, beats ac headley and kate brock um is about to wrestle Jaden clayton and i said to nate angle so nate angle's an assistant coach um at navy. for navy and jared prince is going to navy and we're at the border brawl and i said to nate um at some point, I, I don't even remember when or where, but I said, you know, if, if Jared, if now that Jared beat uh, Headley and if Brock loses to Clayton, um, Prince will be number one. All right. And, mm. and that was, that would have been the case. Um, but <laughs> everybody that was at that match gasped when the two came to the match. Everybody I was sitting around look started looking at each other like, is this for real? Like not taking nothing away from Jaden Clayton, but he was massively bigger than Cade Brock. Yeah. Um well here and, and people like there's there's comments filtering in underneath the the um the rankings right now that are that say, you know, there was no noticeable size difference. Well, bull crap. Well like 
I mean, maybe if mean, you like, watched it on your phone. Um, yeah. To, I mean, Brock is a little. He's he's kind of a lanky dude, but yeah, it was it was noticeable. But hopefully, it's not your mere eyeball test that is determining the size difference. Rather, there was a weigh-in of some kind, and and uh, yeah, because you know, weigh-ins it, weigh-ins at all-star matches are always kosher. <laughs> well, I'm saying, what was the weight? Was the weight at 138? Was I think it was one. I think it was 139. I don't know. Okay. Well, Cade Brock's a 132 pounder. He's being judged against 132 pounders. When was the last time Jane Clayton wrestled at 132? I, I don't I don't know. Been a minute. Okay. So Been a while. So yeah, wrestled, it's, a, it's he exhibition. Wrestled 45. He wrestled 45 at his state tournament, but uh that being said, um he's probably I mean, he wrestles 140. He wrestled 145 at state because it's Missouri one, uh small school and he could wrestle 160 and still win it. Yeah. Um so I don't really take that into consideration. What I do take into consideration is there was he didn't wrestle 132 at all this year. Okay? Right. So, I mean, you're talking about um what if what if Isaiah Martinez lost to um, Alex Derringer? Well, who cares? Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm going to move Isaiah Martinez down um, in the 157-pound rankings. I mean, right. that's not the case. I but, think it's pretty clear. If Jaden was at 132 all year and then beats him, I think he's got a. Gr- oh, if Jaden gr- was at one, if Jaden Clayton was at 132, uh, we're not having this conversation. Jared Prince is number one, and um, I thought Jaden Clayton was he even ranked? I thought he was like a super prospect. Is he like 11th? Yeah, I thought he was. Re- Why is he so low? I thought he. I mean, he got, I honestly don't know. He got beat by Vince Turk twice. Oh, at uh, did he Turk him? Folk National. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's that, and I knew I knew there was going to be backlash, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I titled the rankings this week. You know what I titled them, but uh, yeah. So that's that's going on. Okay, so um, I got your back on that one for once. Um, we are united. Uh, but let's get let's get into so the the big talk of, of the NCAA tournament. Kind of the underlying <clears throat> theme was uh, this Brian Realbuto Ian Miller controversy, and we told you we weren't going to let it die. We're not going to let it die. Um, Willie and I were were just completely aghast with with the entire situation for for so many reasons. And um, I'm not going to recap the whole thing. Essentially, at the end of regulation, Ian Miller had mo- more points. The coaches did not do a formal protest, though they asked the officials, um, and they did not go. They went. They wrestled in overtime, and Ian Miller lost. And um, that was bad enough, but the fact that they had the whole committee sit down and meet and vote on, right. on what should happen, and mind you, this committee is the same committee that gave us our seeds, um, I, I later learned, so that's, you know— the administrators and Coach Borelli and Coach Minkle, and they decided, um, no, let's uh, let's just put this on Coach Andresi, and he's the one that made the mistake, not the people in charge of keeping the score. And I I was just uh, aghast that they they put this on uh, on any coach and didn't look in the mirror and say this was our uh, mistake. And one thing that I learned in, in this, and something I did not know coming in, there's a precedent for re wrestling. The bad time. Mm-hmm. Um, is that ideal? Obviously not. But is it ideal to go to wrestle in overtime when one person has more points after seven minutes? Uh, that would be that would be my question. I mean, wh- if there's a precedent, if there's a, an option to do this, 
Why would they not at least do that? I mean, it, it blows my mind that they refused to do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, everything about it was a disaster. And for from Jump Street, when when they tried to put when anybody, even fans, other people in the media, you know, after after the fact, we you know, we're mingling with other media and they're saying, well, they could have done this, they could have done that, the coaches could have challenged. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. The the right thing. How Christian? How long? How long is a college wrestling match? Seven like, minutes. Who had more points after seven minutes? Ian Miller. There you go. End of story. End of story. Should be end of story. And what other sport? We're just holding ourselves back here. We're holding ourselves back. We can't even keep the score right in the quarterfinals of NCAs. We're. A, I mean, wrestling's a joke. We we have I told to, you, dude. Can't... I told you. I told you when Dardane's Steber happened. I said this is gonna be an issue at NCAA's. Yeah, you said it was the. We called it the forgotten debacle, and it boy did it rear its ugly head here. Uh, in the on, worst way. In the worst, in the worst way. possible way. Um, it, it it's unfathomable that this this could happen, and that um. Think about it. I mean, think about this. Ian Miller. Loses that match. The next match, Dylan Ness can't wrestle. Right. Eat Miller's in the national finals. Finals. Just like against, that. Against against Isaiah Martinez, who it was a one takedown match in their previous meeting. Well, not... it went down as a pin. It went down as a pin because Ian Miller put himself in the two seconds left. But that was a one takedown match. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a potentially competitive match, though. We favor. Yeah, the the fact of the matter is, it it, it cost Ian Miller in a major way. And one thing a couple people said to me, and I was like, this is a little um, idyllic or whatever you want to say, that the the Cornell coaching staff should have been, I guess they'll say honest or or whatever, and either one, I guess self-reported, reported that the score was wrong because Coach Cole said he knew the score was wrong, but I don't know when he knew the score was wrong, Um, or that Real Buto should have, like, I don't know, sacrificed himself and said I'm the loser and I don't even know if he yeah. had that power to do that. I yeah. I find that a little um I I know for me as a no. very I'm a very competitive person and call me what you want, call me dishonest. I'm not falling on my sword there. They, no, I ain't either. They, that's just that's just me. I coached a little bit and I, you know, Maybe I'm a bad person. I'm bad for the sport. That's no, not that's not, not my for, role. Not that's not real that's Buto. not what I'm gonna do. So don't put it on Robuto, Cornell, Cole. That's come on nope. now. You can say that, but I'd love to see you in that situation. I'd you love to see. I mean, right. who's going? So, yeah, Rob Cole's uh, supposed to go to the table. Hey, we want to lose here. Come on, give me a break. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, you. There's a clip. There's a clip out there of you know they put it on the Kent. Well, the Kent State they didn't follow protocol. So well, you yes, waved the did. flag. Yes, they did. Number one, yes, they did. They went to the table and the the officials pushed them back into the corner. Yeah, they're hurt. I mean that's and, a that's a fact. That's on tape. Number one. Number two. It shouldn't be the responsibility of the coaches or anybody. Um, Outside of the officials and the scorekeeper to get the score right, get the freaking match score right. It's like the most basic of basic things of all athletic it, principles. It's right. the score. You don't have to worry about and scoring the match. Right. Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll is not scoring. You know, 
um, his team. The only other sport where you know you score your opponent uh, or you keep score is is golf, and golf's just weird. We're not even. Gonna, this is the second time golf has come up. Oh, I though uh, is it possible that Tom Minkle will be named the Michigan State golf coach because of I mean, I mean they were under minus par one. there minus under par minus point five. I mean, you know th- those are in different seasons, right? Maybe he could take on golf and wrestling. But sorry, I got a little derailed there. Um, I, I I just think one if if and I asked the the NCAA chair guy. All right, this was terrible. It you you're you're kind of hiding behind this rule, but maybe there is somewhat of a rule in place that and you maybe followed it. I don't you could have changed it, but that's neither here nor there. Moving forward, you have got to change this. You cannot make sc- score should not be challengeable. Should not be something you need to challenge at any point in time. Uh if the score's wrong, the coach shouldn't have to wave a flag to to challenge something. What if he was out of challenges? Oh, I'm sorry. You're out of challenges. You're and out of challenges. So the, the what actually happened on the mat doesn't matter. Can't, can't be. You can't should review. You shouldn't have challenged that takedown in the first round. That's on you. I mean, that's really what they're saying. Um, well, it's 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 monumentally stupid that you. Um, well, the coach should have challenged. You should not have to challenge a basic principle of, of accurate scoring. Um, you uh, challenges are for uh, are for decisions right challenges are for calls yeah like this guy was out of bounds the clock was out this he had supporting points down it was it was a takedown uh it is not for um well you didn't do your proper bookkeeping and put a, a, a an escape on the thing and i just tweeted a picture of the score sheet right yeah <laughs> now if you notice on this score sheet it, we're, uh, the the scoring in question is in the third period. Now, if you look at it, it says takedown for Ian Miller at 56 seconds. Escape for Real Buto at 30 seconds. Takedown for Real Buto at 24 seconds. And then, just out of nowhere, what makes no sense whatsoever, a plus two. A plus two. You know what that means, plus two? It means they didn't give the escape. No, this is what it means. If it was if it was another takedown, it would say takedown. You cannot put in a plus two in that computer unless you override it manually. Right? Right. So what happened was Robuto gets a takedown with 24 seconds left. The scorekeeper never puts in an escape for Ian Miller. So the computer will not let you put another takedown in because the computer knows that you are neutral. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Or, I mean, the, the computer top. doesn't does the computer doesn't know that you are neutral. So it's saying, how can you put in a takedown if there was if if we're top and bottom? So the basically so, the table so the, worker the scorekeeper the table worker over overrode the system and manually put in a plus two. Because the computer, even the computer knows that that's impossible. Yeah. So so the score, the table worker had to know something was wrong. Yeah. And they, you know, they're probably, I'm sure the rest say, hey, score's right. And they just nod their head and they say, okay, let's go. Instead of taking a second look. So it's on, 
it's on them. It's not on the coach. It's on the the table worker. I mean, at the NCAA tournament, we don't have competent table workers apparently. I mean, that's that's incompetence, right? Like by definition. By so definition. we're having incompetent people sitting the f- on, on the, the biggest matches of the, the year. The 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 fact that the table worker um, manually, like like that's a process that should never really come into play to manually override the system. Right. Okay. If you have to do that, you know there's a problem. So it goes beyond incompetence and into like just shady. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think there was some grand. Uh, you know, fix. No, 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 no. Just yeah. I, I don't think I don't think you know there was a table worker sitting there that was anti Ian Miller or or a Cornell fan or something, but they tried to sweep it under the rug. They knew they did something wrong. Yeah, yep. Instead of fixing it, they they screwed over Ian Miller. That's all you can say. He got screwed, and this is a it's a black eye for wrestling. I mean, we 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 want to be a big boy sport, and I talk about it all the time. We came to keep score. We don't even get the score right. It, uh, I thought it was sad. Jim Andresi, I emailed him, or emailed. What am I talking about? I interviewed him twice. Uh, the second one, he uh, he let a little more fly. He was talking about how um, you know he felt hurt that he was made or not hurt, but he was you know he was pissed that he was made the scapegoat. And then you know he felt like ESPN was hurrying things along. And I don't know about that, but they were on a schedule, a TV schedule. That match was going longer than all the others. Um, we we can't have the the running of a tournament um, be be shaped or hurried along because of, you know, commercial breaks either. So hopefully that is not the case. I don't know. That's That was Coach Andresi's impression. And um, hopefully going forward, the NCAA committee, I mean, they've got a lot of changes they need to make. I, I don't know where to start. That's going to be a couple-day meeting to figure all this crap out. But the first thing they need to do is they need to make it so – Anytime a score is in question, a coach can ask and uh, get that taken care of because it's obvious we can't count on the officials to advocate for or, or go the extra mile to ensure the right score. It's obvious we can't count on table workers to get it right because it didn't happen right. And and shame on all of them. Shame on all of them. The committee, yeah. the officials, and the table workers. There Just were so many opportunities. Shame on you. Shame so, on so you for not getting it right. To get it right. Yep. And, and I mean, the, the fact that two officials – aren't dialed in enough to understand what the score should have been. And understand, this was not a ride-out situation where they were in the same position for two minutes. Right. This was there was change, 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 change. So if you're an official, you need to think, okay, hey, yeah, you're right. There was a lot going on there. Let's just double-check. I mean, yeah, we let's put, make we, sure this is right. We There's put up seven escape, points. Yeah. Let's make sure this is right. Not the, not the, the you know, I'm watching the match, and... I'm watching the match and I'm like, wait, is this score right? You know, I think everybody in the building were was like, is this is this right? Did they put all the points up on the board? And then when the coach and so the 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 officials have to be like, you don't know, you wonder? They can make sure we get all the all the points right. And then the and then Matt Hill from Kent State comes over and says, hey, I think there's something wrong with the score. And they just just bye. go back in your corner. Just they go hit back him with a bye, what Felicia. What are you doing? What are you? I mean. Yeah, um, and so and then and then when the when the the person the NCAA guy Wisenon Wisenon yeah when he says he says it's on you know it's on the the coaches to challenge no it's it's I mean <laughs> it's not no I mean 
just get the score right. This is this is something. This isn't something that happens in a blue moon. There are matches all the time where points are put on the board in rapid succession, and you have to make sure the score is right. Yeah, I mean it's hard. And think about it from. And I'm not giving the scorekeeper a pass at all. But I'm. You're watching the official, but then your eyes have to divert um, to to click on the computer. So you can't look at both. So. We, we have to understand that things like this will happen, and I don't blame them for making the mistake. I blame them for, for not fixing it. And, you know, when you got five points scored well, in 30 – you know. When you have five points scored in 30 seconds, you're looking down, you're clicking. Okay, it goes up. All right, now I'm looking back up. Wait, hold on. There was an escape in another takedown. Yeah, I know. But I understand that. But it, So you're telling me there's a scorekeeper that doesn't understand the fundamental tenets of wrestling where no. you can't have two consecutive takedowns without an escape? Okay, yeah, I'm saying that. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying they're, they're going to miss points just inherently. Okay, they're going to miss points. Maybe he looked up and he just saw another two. Maybe he's thinking near fall, and I know the signals are differently, but you just see the two and you put up, oh, he, he, maybe he turned him while no, I was looking no, down. Nope, can't. Impossible because – if that was the case, he wouldn't have put in a manual plus two. He would have put in near fall two. Okay, I'm not. I'm not trying to defend. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Near fall two. I don't know what near fall two looks like on the on the track program. So um, I'll show you sometime. <laughs> hey, this. I'll tell you what it doesn't look like. It doesn't look like plus two. Plus two. Uh, that looks like a golf score. Hey, golf again. Uh we can't let this die. We're gonna keep on this. Hopefully, Hashtag we... free Ian Miller. Free Ian Miller. <laughs> He's already freed. That dude's in Jamaica. Ian Miller's. You're the real MVP because you're in Jamaica right now, and you're in Texas. I'm in Virginia. So, Ian Miller go. He's gonna be all right. I interviewed him. He took the high road more than anybody. A lot more than I have or his coach did. Everyone else is fired up. He's like, you know, can't change it. You know. So credit to him, because if that were me, I'd be. I'd be making an idiot of myself at every turn. Um, I don't know. We good there for now? I guess. Someone please defend. That's, that's a, I that's want someone to defend these the NCAA people. Please. That's the problem them. with this kind of situation, right? Is like you rant and you rave and and you make your case and you get all the evidence together. And at the end of the day, you have to be like, all right. I guess I guess we said all we could, and, and and the it still stands that Ian history was changed and Ian Miller was robbed, robbed, colossal, and it's not a and, bad call. And Rob. it's a typical it's typical thing of bureaucracies that screw up to say and following the letter of the law. Well, it, it, we'll well we'll it, maybe we'll make some changes and get it right. Like next. their hands are tied for making the right decision. I mean, right. how how did guys get in a room and say, yeah, this is going to stand? I mean, they voted on it. They voted on it. It wasn't <laughs> like, oh, we look, we tried, we looked through the rules. We tried to find a loophole where we could get this right, um, and we just couldn't do it. We would be breaking some NCAA whatever, whatever. It wasn't even anything like that. It was like, no, we got in the room and decided um, let's move on because they left the table because let's put it on the coaches. Bull crap. Don't put it on. If you tweet at CPiles8 and you freaking tell me you put it on the coaches, so help me. So help me. I do not even want to hear that. But good luck to you if you do. Hope you can sleep at night. 
Let's move on. We already said we're going to move on, and then we did another five-minute diatribe. So let's give this a break. Um, we're bringing a little too much heat. Um, we'll right. go to what a, else want to talk about? There's uh, no shortage of things to talk about. No shortage of topics. Um, I'll say um, stalling so, uh, is a common theme that we've been talking about, something that, that bothers us. And um, I didn't think it was as bad as we've seen it, but, man, there are some situations where I'm like, we – we gotta, we've got to reward action. And the, the first match that came to mind, and I don't blame any wrestlers who wins any way they, they find a way to win. And I'm not taking anything, any kind of credit. I'm just thinking on the whole, for the sport, what, what are we trying to do here? And the first final of the night, 149, Habit How to Shell, hey, Drake found a way to win, credit. He, he was the best guy. But... Dave Habit took all the shots in the match. So what what it does is, I'm not saying he shouldn't have won the match. I'm saying it reinforces a style of don't take risks. It reinforces a, a strategy of um, stay in there, hand fight, don't back up, and the guy can take a lot of shots and you're not going to get hurt. Um, I know. You so, know, I, I don't blame uh, – first let me say that um, throughout the tournament, I was pleasantly surprised – that I, I didn't see a whole lot of stalling. Like no. compared to compared to Big Tens, dude, at Big Tens it was atrocious. It was like people were looking at each other like something gotta change. We gotta change the sport. Like the officials need to call stalling more often and, and this is just not cool, man. This is like not even you know, it's fun, but it's it's going down the wrong road. Yeah. And um and, and at NCAA's it wasn't it was it wasn't bad it wasn't no. bad until late um maybe semis and some of the finals I mean quite honestly some of the finals were were watching paint dry early hmm. uh, you know the first maybe five of them but um I, I get what you're saying and I don't I don't really fault who to shell for doing what it takes to win but uh, a casual fan will be like well. The kid from Edinburgh is doing all the doing all the action. Offense things. Yeah. So it's 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 a problem that will continue to go on and, and we're we're seeing the the game and there's little wrinkles and pockets you can find and you can strategize and find a way um, to win and that gamesmanship is something and something I saw that I thought was pretty crazy. I kinda wanna jump to this real quick, Willie. Uh, hashtag plot twist here the uh the challenge the fact that and we're kind of back on challenges so in 197 wrestlebacks it was zach nye of uva versus jake smith and mm, this was legendary crazy. In my mind. yeah and you know what if like i said i'm a competitive person and i don't fault sammy henson for doing this but basically um zach nye is a hammer on top right and he had jake smith flattened out in tiebreakers broken down he wasn't getting away so wasn't getting away so Sammy challenges that he locked hands, and knowing that he didn't, but he got Sammy his. Sammy absolutely, positively knows he didn't lock that hands. There's nothing to nothing to challenge. But, but uh, he got his guy a fresh start. He got away. He won the match, eliminating Zach Nye, and uh, it's it's a what? It's kind of a because I think uh, challenge, was, challenges like, challenges are good, right, Willie? Don't you think? I mean, we need these because we, need we can't count on these officials to get it right. They can barely, you know, 
count up to nine. So we've got to have some <laughs> some some fail safes in place so this doesn't happen. But this is gonna catch on, Willie. This I promise you, coaches are too smart. They're too competitive. This is going to happen again, yeah. and it's going to happen not in a first or second round wrestle back. It's going to happen in the quarter semis or finals, and they they have to have something in place to prevent it to uh, so they don't bail out the uh, bottom guy that's getting ridden. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, well, I, let's paint the picture again. <laughs> Sammy's guy is broken. Jake Smith's broken down to his belly. Zach Nye riding on top. There's no way that Jake Smith is getting out. Sammy makes a challenge to stop the match to get his guy a fresh start. The fresh start works. Jake Smith gets out. Match over. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, hold on real quick. Matt Hill just tweeted at us. The assistant ref's exact words to me. I promise you the score is right, coach. Hashtag injustice. He said, I promise you the score is right, coach. Wow. Going back to the Miller-Rubita thing. So... Um, Who said the promise you the score is right, Coach? The official, the refs, assistant refs, exact words to me. I promise you the score is right, Coach. So, when he didn't take one second to look at the score sheet to yeah, see if it he's, was. Um, the assistant ref is a mathematical genius, Willie. So, well, his he word. Prom- he promised. He promised. So His promise took away the opportunity for Ian Miller to wrestle in the semifinals. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, assistant ref. So yeah, but this. So what do you do? This is this like an unsolvable problem because you want um, coaches to be able to challenge, um, but um, what, you can't have these kind of challenges to get your guy a fresh start either. So what do you do? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I have an idea. Actually, it's just popped into my head. At least in tiebreaker situations, dudes getting ridden. Okay, you can challenge. We'll look at it at the end of the 30. At the end. Okay, and if there was a locked hands at 16 seconds, okay, technical violation one, we'll start. You'll get a fresh start with 16 seconds. Mm-hmm. So at least in that situation, because I feel like this is when- – Yeah, but that requires a lot of forward thinking on the part of the official, which I don't know if – Come on. These are forward-thinking guys. They promise, coaches. They promise. They are. They got it all together. Um, while we're in the vein of challenges, the challenge at 74, so you had the, um, Hey, so there was, so last year there four, there was last year, there was 47 challenges. Mm -hmm. Four of them were overturned (laughs) this year. This year there was 59 challenges. Mm -hmm. 12 of them were overturned. Just a little nugget of information there. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I'm just passing it along. Yeah. That's a good, good stat. Um, it's going moving up, I guess. Um, but one thing it, it bugged me, um, just because you look at things for for the good of wrestling, you don't like these long stoppages, right? And these long reviews, it's not good. You know, the NFL was even apprehensive about reviews slowing down the game, and that's the main thing. Um, one of the main detractor, uh, the reason people detract from the replays, it slows everything down. And I'm okay with it to a point, but when Coach Sanderson challenged the the locked hands thing. The the challenge needs to encompass everything that happened in that time. And you can't just, okay, so Kale Sanderson challenges for locked hands, okay? Well, you watch for the locked hands, but if, you know, you also watch for, for the, any other things that could come up in that last little bit and any other changes. And that's the way, um, you know, Fila, when they did their 
challenges. You know, they can change. I don't the know, man. I don't know what I don't know what you're I don't know what you're saying. So really. okay, so Kale challenges because, locked hands, and now Jason Peters challenge. They're looking at the same ten seconds of wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're, you're looking at the same thing. Slow it down. And I'm not saying Jason Peters shouldn't co- uh, sh- shouldn't have challenged and he didn't have a gripe. I'm saying they just looked at that ten seconds. Now you're saying well, let's look at this ten seconds again. Well, what? I understand. I understand what you're saying about slowing things down, but um, it's slowing the slowing the pace of the match down, and people get bored, and you know there's long timeouts. But I'm I'm all about getting it right, and and maybe one guy does. Now somebody somebody last year, a coach last year, challenged something, lost the challenge, and everybody said. I forget what specific. I really wish I could remember what it was, but um, everybody said they challenged the wrong thing. If they would have challenged something else, so you have to challenge the right thing. So when when one coach makes a challenge and another coach, then I always I always go hashtag you can't triple stamp a double stamp. Like you can't challenge a challenge, but yeah. you can because one coach can challenge, and then the other coach like can challenge that time was out or right. something of that nature. So they have to look at that angle too. And I think it's the right thing. Um, I, I think it's the right thing to do. I know it's slowing things down, but at the same time, you got to get it right. There, and you can look at the, um, I think it was Storley Crutchmer, where things were. Oh, gracious. There were a challenge and I challenge your challenge and I challenge your challenge challenge. Yeah. But at, I don't think they even got that right, but whatever. That looked like yeah, that I mean, looks like a, a takedown for Crutchman. That's another thing. But all a, right, so my my point being, Willie, when they watch the last ten seconds, they are they should have their officiating shoes on. They should have their whistle. And anything they see, let's say they're challenging near fall, okay? And they gave a two count. Oh wait, he locked hands before that. So you even though you're challenging near fall, if you see a locked hands, if you see an escape, if you see something illegal, whatever you see. You can't just look at it for the one thing that's being challenged, and that can maybe uh, hurt. That can maybe that's hurt. Letter of the law, though. What? And I think it should be the letter of the law. I mean, if you you can't, as an official, you can't see something on the tape that nobody challenged and say, "Hey, here's what really happened." Yeah. Why not? Uh, because that's not how it works. What? Why would that not be how it works? It happens. That's how it works in in FILA. They challenged. Um, but I remember, no. remember the Coleman Scott Reese Humphrey thing. Um, uh, Reese's corner challenged, and they're like, actually, it wasn't just this; it was a fall or something like that. Matches over tech fall, um, so it like it hurt him. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it can it can go the other way, and whatever they see. So you're saying if you see a locked hands um, on a challenge, an official should not. Uh, apply a technical violation I'm not saying, I'm not when, saying it, it, when it I'm happened. Not it shouldn't. I'm not saying it shouldn't. I'm saying that's how it's written in. So my point is, it needs to be that needs to be changed. Whatever they observe during and the challenge, I, I think it's that way isn't it that way in NFL too? Like you have to challenge the right thing. Um, they can't just look at the tape and say this is what really happened. Well, you that's have to look at what you've you're got, That's I mean, 22 players all over the field. You can't look. That's impossible. Okay, that's like 10 minutes just to look at what everyone did. Oh wait. Um, there's pass interference, no, but hold I'm on. Not there was saying that. I'm not but saying it's that. different, Willie. It's different. Um, if you see, it's two guys. If you see a locked hands, just because it wasn't challenged, you shouldn't call it because you missed it. I'm I mean, not that's saying just, that. I'm not saying that. Well, I'm saying 
if you think that's wrong, then they need to change the letter of the law. Why? Why well, would right, you not want that? Okay. They probably should. That's now, all I, I want mean, you to say. Long story short, what you're upset about. I mean, you, you're, we're talking about the Wilps long delay, right? Yeah. Wilps and Brown. And you know what? It really was a long delay, and it was kind of – there was some anxiety there and dead time. But at the end of the thing, man, it's – and as difficult as it was to see the match end that way and just heartbreaking for Ty Wilps, uh, they got it right. Oh, Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But it, it's more of a it's not even about that match. It's about the whole right, the whole thing. That's my point. And that was just I I believe that typified that point. So that's why I brought it up. Um so yeah, I think there's some tweaks that need to be made with challenges in as a whole. So that's what I have there. What you got next for me, Will? I'll let you tee something up. Um well, I, you know, we're talking about we were talking about um like Drake not taking shots, uh, but still winning, and and we're starting to see and, and gamesmanship, right? Like like playing the game and, and and to win a match. Um, but these guys are all extremely extremely athletic. Like, <clears throat> for instance, Mike Evans, Mike Evans, and and I think you differ with me on this opinion, but mm-hmm. Mike Evans gets really banged by all of America for being boring and 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 not wrestling and, and but Mike Evans has a lot of athleticism in him when he takes some shot when he takes a shot it there's athleticism in it when he passes a leg to avoid uh being taken down there is a lot of athleticism in it when he when he chases people in rear standing and Matt returns there is a lot of um athleticism in it so I have a whole list here of guys that, like, they flash brilliance, they flash um, athleticism, but they don't they don't wrestle that way. They wrestle to win a three two match. They wrestle to win, um, you, you know, this game, and and they don't pull the trigger. I mean, uh, look at Nation. What? Where was his offense? Ah, uh, well. I don't think he was healthy personally. I mean, well, maybe maybe that's the case. Uh, but okay, look I, at I, look at a uh, look at a Mason Beckman. Mason Beckman wrestled a really really conservative match round one, got beat, and then he torched everybody on the backside. I I think the the idea of letting it fly it, and I've never been a high level competitor, um, so I don't know, but I I think it is. I think it's one of the biggest challenges to overcome in this sport, kind of getting out of your own head and just letting it go, kind of like we saw Imar's kind of able to do that. I think it's one of the biggest challenges in the sport. It really is. I mean, we saw it with certain – I mean, these are high-level well, high guys. I think it's, it's interesting that you bring up Imar, okay? Um, because let me, let me tell you some of the guys that are on this list that I have on the list of highly athletic – Play the game. Don't pull the trigger. I have Waters. I have Nashon. Just Alan this... Waters. Yeah. Mm, I don't know about Dude, that. Dude, when when Alan Waters wants to shoot, shoot, he shoots, and and uh, he can score points. He can score points. And he, but but your point is that he doesn't. I guess. But right? he doesn't, right? But but he can. But it's he not does. like he's. It's not like he's 
offensively challenged in his skill set. He right. just doesn't do it. His his D one matches pin tech five zero sixteen zero eleven eight Oliver Tomasello. And you're talking about sixteen zero eight two pin four two over Utsi Utsi tech fifteen zero over Sean Boyle. All well and good. Three one over Nashon. Five on Eddie Clamara, All American. Seven over D'Angelo. Nine on Clamara again. Ten on Dylan Peters. Eight over Soria. Five zero against Terrell. Six on Jesse Delgado. Six on Jesse. Well, what's your point? He's scoring points against. Stop talking. Five against Thomas Gilman. Tech Caudill. Tech Elmore. Eleven on Peters. I mean, what? What is what's your point? He scored enormous points against almost everyone, and you're gonna say he doesn't pull the trigger. What? Uh, he didn't against Tomasello. He had one takedown. Okay, he had um no takedowns. He had no takedown. Right. Um, he. Okay. So thanks for making my point. Uh, all right. So let me go or through. Let me go through my list before you you poo poo on every one of them. Uh, Waters Nation this tournament. Mason Beckman first round. Uh, Mitch Minotti, who I watched growing up and just loved nothing but takedowns, all of a sudden doesn't shoot. Um, Jason Sertzis, uh Gabe Dean. <laughs> Gabe, Gabe Dean wrestled incredibly close to the vest. Um, Logan Storley. Logan Storley might be one of the best athletes in the building and doesn't take a shot. Um Spencer Myers, incredibly athletic. He took two shots in the tournament. Both were against Bobby Telford, and both were successful. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I don't – and this this leads into Imar, right? And, and it, it leads to, like, Gabe Dean last year w- would shoot every freaking five seconds. And it, it, it's, it's like a trend for me. It's like a trend that freshmen come out and they light the world on fire – and then in succeeding years, they're a little they're a little more tentative and a little more tentative. And what's the big deal? We'll just win three two. Um, I'm still I'm still upset with what you're saying about Alan Waters because you're basically letting his one match with Tomasello um, tell the entire story. But okay, well, may, well maybe I'm wrong with Tom, let's let's not get hung up on right. that. Maybe I'm wrong with Alan Waters and All I'm right. wrong on that. Waters. With and Dean, so, um, well here I ask you this because I don't know. Um, but what do you think – is there something to be said for guys kind of learn – I mean, Gabe Dean was um, a relative unknown coming into last year, and then he beats Ed Ruth, and no one will ever forget him for all of time. But, you know, people got to know him a little bit more, got to watch him a little bit more. and No. Nope. That's not possible? People can't mm-hmm. strategize and slow you down and get you out of your – it's like, hey, he wants to get to – Not know. that much. Not that much. Not when you're winning – Gabe Dean is monument. There's a gap between Gabe Dean and other guys, and he's winning on riding time, and he's and he's winning takedowns, uh, winning winning matches without a takedown, and um, I don't get it because he's there's a there's a there's a gap there between some of the guys. I mean, it, he could score, he could score. I mean, he's not taking a lot of shots. I mean, that's not subjective. That's you can watch the tape. He's not taking a lot of shots. Yeah. I mean, I... And 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 last year, I mean, he scored a lot of points. He took a lot of shots, and now he's winning. I don't, where's my brackets? 
Let's see. He didn't see. score a takedown in his semi against Avery. Um, yeah, right. Pretty so, hard guy to take down, though. So he won uh, 3-2 over Brooks. Tie breaks over Avery. And he did have two takedowns, I think, against Nate Brown. Yes, he did. But that Two takedowns is a lot in the NCAA Finals, when, when you think about it. Am I right? I know. I know. I know that. But there was not one shot in the first period. I mean, there was three minutes of, of patty cake. Yeah. I mean, they've wrestled like five or I don't six care. times. Come on. I mean, you got to – I'm telling you why. I'm not excusing it. I'm saying when you wrestle someone that many times, uh, that's, that's what happens. That's what I mean. That's how things go. Jordan Burroughs smoked David Taylor um, the first time they wrestled, and it's tightened up. Is Jordan Burroughs less offensive? But but Jordan Burroughs is still taking shots. I mean, the 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 cradle that David Taylor got on him in the second time uh, that was on a Jordan Burroughs shot. It's like Dean didn't take a shot. Okay. Okay. I'm talking about what I'm talking about is the ability to score. But not pulling the trigger. All right. And I and I see it in these guys. Dean, Evan, Storley. I don't know. Have we ever seen I mean here here will be my point with Evans. You're you're looking back last year, uh, Dean shooting a lot, taking a lot of shots, scoring a lot of points. That's true. Have we ever seen that with Evans? Um, no, is the answer. I'm going to say, no, no, that's not true. Well, I'm going to say. Because you I'm, are literally the biggest Evans homer I know. And I've no. tried to tell you he's been the same there guy. There was a time Mike Evans. I, I'm t- okay, so my point is the time when the time when wrestlers are most offensive, it seems, and there, this is a trend. This is a trend. The time when wrestlers are most offensive is when they're freshmen. It's weird. Yeah. It'll be interesting to watch Zeke uh, Moisey. I mean, he just he did not even care. Um, he was no. letting it fly. So I wonder how he'll change as, as time goes. And you, so I, I guess you're, so, this is leading you to believe that maybe we'll see this a little in Imar. Well, that's my fear. Like, Imar is a different animal, I think, because Imar— Not tame. Imar is not tame. He hasn't been tame. I, you know, I watched the kid since, I don't know, for— seven years and he always goes out there and just doesn't care lets it fly and so it might be a stretch to think that he will succumb to this trend of being more conservative as his college career goes on like these other guys um and if there's one guy i wouldn't expect that to happen to it's imar however it's undeniable all these these guys that put up a bunch of points, a bunch of points as a freshman, like, they get more conservative as time goes on. Yeah, you know who else, like, maybe one of the biggest examples of this is Dustin Schlater. Yeah. Remember that true freshman? He was like... Yeah, blitzed everybody. The next year is, you know, he beca- He became like a like a verb, like sh- Schlatering, like just winning by one, and then G- Gregor Gillespie kind of beat him at his own game, and it was like a... What was that? Do you remember uh, on the the Matt forums? Um, there was a wrestler that was so boring. They used to call it like making a sandwich. What was? The, they would refer to it as as his name, but like it was it was a verb. It was a term. Like you're just gonna win three to two. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna get one takedown. Yeah, I don't know. Oh man, I wish I could remember that. But you know, so there's there's this thing where. Um, 
people are wrestlers as freshmen are very much more offensive than and as their career goes on they get very much more conservative yeah okay so you're bringing this up and yet you poo poo my you provide no reason for why this is happening other than they just apparently don't want to score points anymore i'm saying there's more information on them uh people know them a little better there's familiarity um because when you're a freshman you haven't wrestled these guys and now you have um so are you going to provide any information or is this just some you know mental change where they don't want to shoot anymore um i i don't know but you don't believe it's possible that there's familiarity and people can no. take away that's not possible no okay i mean that that wow. obviously come on that well, obviously you come on that makes no sense that obviously you're not giving any credit to that that's that, no credence Come on, man. It obviously can play into a little bit. But when the guy does it, you cannot look at the first period of Dean and Brown and say, well, that's because of familiarity. I mean, you can't say it to the con- – I mean, you can say that, but you can – you don't know. You don't know. It could be – that 100% could be they, um, what's dude, Those dudes had no interest in taking a shot. Maybe not. That match. For I mean, that match. What do you mean that match? The match before, how many times has Gabe Dean wrestled Vic Avery? Um, I don't know, quite a few, but without much success. So perhaps he was being uh, a bit cautious. And did you notice Avery? Oh, actually, did- actually, hold on. I'm glad you brought that up because Dean was taking all the shots, the initial shots, and you could tell Avery was set up to reattack only. That was all he was looking. He was looking for a reattack double, and. It was Dean that precipitated all of the offense that that initiated all of it, and then it was Avery looking for the counterattack. Nothing wrong with that, but I'm saying it was Dean that was being offensive, and it was Avery that was looking to capitalize off his um, offensive nature. So go back and rewatch that; all you right. might learn something. All right. Well, and also the last time Dean so, and Brown wrestled in the EIWA finals do, was amazing. All you, do, all you have to do to uh, completely. Over overrule your theory on on the reason why everybody's conservative is because familiarity as they get into their junior and senior. I mean, all you gotta do is pick one match where it was the first time that two guys ever met and they're both juniors or seniors, and and there's no shots taken. I mean, you, well, if let there's, me look for, I mean, let me the, look for these coach, last I could I, find it a million times. Last I checked, these coaches are kind of paid to know the competition and the the guys they're going to be facing. And if you know a guy wants to get to a collar tie to set up, you take away the collar. You give me a break. Give me a break. If you know a guy's entire offense is comes from the collar tie, you do what you can to keep him out of the collar tie. Some guys that's, don't. That's not some guys reason, don't that's have. Not the reason why seven minute matches are 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 monumentally boring. That's yeah, not. You have no. You have no theory at all. You just throw something out there and you don't accept anything else. I'm. I'm appalled, sir. I think I, I, I think that there's some credence there. Go back and watch the Nate Brown Gabe Dean EIWA finals. They, sh- they took plenty of shots there too. Um, oh, so in, so in two weeks, everything changed. I, I don't know what changed. I don't know what changed. A little more familiarity occurred. That's for sure. I, okay. Okay. That's right. Um. Let's let's kill let's murder the escape point or at least I'm going to who knows murder it who knows how you feel about it but I was uh, I'll admit you know how I feel about it I tweeted it during the final I've been trying to kill the escape point for some time but pre-flow 
um, I've, I've hated it because it keeps and don't don't get offended, but it keeps the inferior wrestler in the match. Okay, you are getting a scoring opportunity that you only earn because you're you're poor from neutral or inferior on neutral. We won't say you're poor because good wrestlers from their feet get taken down. But you are given a scoring opportunity that the better wrestler doesn't get. And don't tell me, because someone was moronic enough to say, well, he was better from the bottom position. Was Nick Wisdowski worse from the bottom position? No. He had fewer <laughs> bottom opportunities because he wasn't getting taken down three times. So you can't even say that. That's not even a point to be made. We've got to be careful because it, it's – I mean, daggone, that match was almost – if Adam Kuhn rides for 20 seconds, that's an overtime match. Are you kidding me? Nick Wisdowski was was head and shoulders better. And, um, of well, course – Well, this is – you know, I tweeted – I tweeted – you know, I look up at the scoreboard and it's like 6-5. And I'm like – I'm like, this is what I'm saying about the escape point is it's three takedowns to one or, or like a two reversals and a takedown to one. And it's a one-point match. Uh, this is this is the irre- you know irrelevant escape point keeping matches close, and it's really not close. Yeah. And and so, but after I tweeted that, I thought of something probably better. I think um, that instead of removing the escape point and having it take down two, escape one. What if takedowns were three? Well, then you would agree with Kyle Dake, who just tweeted at me, let's make the takedown worth three. It and absolutely should be. Maybe. Should be. Maybe. Uh, maybe that, that makes more sense. There, but we, it can't go two for one on takedowns. I mean, no, that, that, that ratio is, is so flawed. And maybe there is value to getting out on bottom, I guess. Um, but not there to, is. There, there is. It is so much especially, easier to keep. Especially if you're going to say that a, a, a minute worth of riding time is worth a point, then there is there there is uh, value in in getting the escape. Um, but the ratio should not be. I mean, it is the you know taking down somebody is the most difficult thing. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's... So so why not reward that more heavily than than getting an escape, which. Um, I don't know, maybe 50% of the time is given. And they just give it to you. Right, right. Yeah, it's just, uh, and you can't, I mean, uh, and uh, Neanderthals will be like, oh, be better on top. No, be quiet. He's, you can win how you want to win, and you shouldn't get punished for how you choose to win a match. Um, I I think it's, I think it's a problem that that needs to be changed. And um, one of these days, it's, I mean, I'm sure it's happened before, but one of these days, someone's going to win a match uh, you know, giving up. Well, shoot, the Joey Dance match. Um, it wasn't that two takedowns to one. Um, until overtime. Am I right on that? I think so. Yeah, he had because Joey couldn't ride him. Gilman had three escapes and one takedown. Joey had two takedowns and an escape, and that went to overtime and he lost. So it's like, right. by what measure was Thomas Gilman superior after seven minutes? I mean, right. When he, Dance has two takedowns to one, uh, and he just I'm didn't with ha- you hundred percent, man. And uh, like, I think it should be changed now, like right now. Yeah, like right now, the NCAA should come out and say takedowns are now three points. Yeah, I I think that's probably the best call because they had that experimental thing where if you get a restart, you can go out of bounds. Why should you have to go out of bounds to to let a guy up? 
I mean, yeah, I, I feel I, like that's like, just making I don't like all that. That there's there's a lot of gamesmanship in that too, and there's a lot of really weird nuances and situations and scenarios. Let's just make it plain, cut and dry, very objective. Uh, a takedown's three. Yep. Escape is one. I, I think that's the solution. We can't have guys winning because uh, because of just escape points and getting out on bottom has value, but the value were that we're associating the that. That it's being attributed to is not, um, it's not equal. And I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but it just doesn't make sense that it's worth one and a takedown's only worth two. So, right. I, I mean, it, it was, it's been apparent for some time. And I think coaches are talking about it. I think they don't like it. I think they might want to see a change here. Hopefully, I mean, there's so many changes. Uh, like I said, this may need to be a week long meeting. And hopefully they're getting the right advice, the NCAA committee or whoever makes these decisions. And yeah, I'm, talking I'm to these coaches, I hope these coaches are on board with, with making these changes. And I would uh, any coach that want to reach out to me or Willie, or, or uh, please let us know how you feel. If you feel to the contrary, maybe there's a point we're missing, Willie. Maybe we are missing the point on why an escape should be worth one and why no, it should be allowed to keep we're not. Well, I know no. we're not, but maybe there's a, there's a point that we aren't um, – even considering that a coach would make. And I, would we not welcome that, Willie? Would we not want to hear the perspective of a coach? I, Absolutely. I, of my, course my we would. My fear is, though, I would like to see real changes and real fast. I mean, definitely this, Ian, if there's anything good that comes from the Ian Miller fiasco, it, it's that they're going to have to talk about it now. And um, my fear, But my fear is that change comes too slow. I mean, I want to see changes in, in the – in that uh, the, the 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 scoring procedure, the scoring's on the clock, and not and if there is a if there is an error, then they have to fix it and not go into a room and vote on it some stupid way and blame it on the coaches. I I, I want to see stalling enforced uh, more liberally. They should make a point to do that, and I want to see a three point takedown. And and there's no reason why that can't be done. No, I. I agree completely. Let's let's hope that these changes are made. I mean, little things can can improve the sport, and I hope that um, the coaches are behind it. I hope that the people who need to be behind it are behind. Oh, here's it. another one though. I, I don't think you agree with me on this one. I want to get rid of non-control falls. I hate them. Listen, all right. First of all, they happen so incredibly rarely because the refs. I mean, they swallow their whistle. You gotta be packed. Down nah. there. Yes, yes. I mean, tell me, tell me when it. I mean, I can think of just a handful in the last little bit. Cooper Moore, Nick Solzer. So, Nick Solzer so. was pinned, and I'm, you know, I like, I like Virginia. I like all the Virginia teams. I didn't want to see that happen necessarily, because you know I've watched him a lot. They're but so flukish. He was fluke. I mean, there's some. All right, if you're gonna dive over and, and grab ankles or whatever, however you end up in that situation, you put yourself at risk. I mean, you can't just lay on your back. So, okay, so I'm in on a shot. I put the guy, I don't get takedown criteria, but I hold a guy on his back, perfect pinning situation for, for 10 seconds, 20 seconds, a minute, and you don't want a pin call because I, uh, I didn't get a takedown? I'm going to hold him there. I'm going to hold him there. I didn't been given two, but I'm going to hold him there for a minute and 50 seconds. You know, I don't you, like it. They're flukish. So I, uh, what's flukish about holding a guy on his back for a, a minute and fifty-five seconds? Two and a half minutes. Mm, what's wait, flukish? The guy, the guy can't move, but I haven't been awarded a takedown. He is in perfect pinning criteria, 
for two minutes and 58 seconds. I mean, when did that happen? D- doesn't matter. That's what you're saying. Can That can happen, and you would not think a pin should be called. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, tell me what. I mean, you have this You have this position, so, I mean, I, I don't understand what's what's flukish. I mean, fluke pins happen. You know, that's, that's kind of what makes the sport amazing, right? It's like you are never out of it. You can get a pinfall. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, if one guy's beating another guy 11 to 4 and the guy with four points hits a headlock and pins him, um, I that, get that. That's I don't know. That's flukish, Willie. That, that's, it's a pin, though. He did something. I Like, okay, maybe, like the Cooper Moore thing and Nick Solzer, I get, but I've seen some really egregious ones that caught they, they call him real quick yeah you see it i seen it in high school but it i mean okay here's one uh and, and a lot of people told me i was wrong mm. a lot of people told me it was there long enough and it was certainly a pin that the the iowa illinois match uh i think it was meyer brunson oh maybe? yeah yeah i thought that was super quick yeah that was a tough one the angles were a little funny on that one i personally i thought he looked pinned but um, I, I get the gripe, but y- y- there's something to be said for keeping yourself in in solid position, not going across. I mean, the wrestling, don't go on your back. Don't go on your back. That's kind of like a main tenet of the sport. So I know. All right. So maybe maybe you're right. I guess what I I just don't like the quick ones. Yeah. Right. And you know, maybe there's something to be said for that. But if you can get a if you can get a guy there, I think uh, you should be able to earn the pinfall. Hey, eleven. We just did it. Bam. As soon as I said hey, it turned eleven. We are getting, we are. Uh, well, we got a lot more to talk about. Oh my tomorrow. gosh, we got some things, to, some season-ending awards, maybe, or mm-hmm. senior send-offs, and yeah, talk more about performances. But uh, that's tomorrow. Glad to do a show each day this week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, Christian, yes, thank you for tuning in, and um, please send us some feedback on Twitter at cpiles8 at Willie at Flow. We want to hear from you. Um, what points are we missing? Are we right about all these rule changes that need to be made? Um, let's get it done. Let's get. Let's keep talking about it. Let's continue this conversation. Thanks a lot. We'll see you tomorrow at nine central. Thanks.